0: Welcome to Expounded Universe, Season 11, Episode 12, Power Bodies by Jake, the book, Crucible, by Troy Denning, the year, 2013, Anno Domini, with your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. It's Expounded Universe. My pretties. My goodness. Uh-huh. What's up? Yeah. I did it again. I know. I'm going to call everyone my pretties now.
1: <laughs> now everyone is my sweet darlings.
0: I I'm going to do it in the in the sense as if like I was going to send them out to attack my en- enemies or whatever. Yeah. I spend most of my time throwing little gobbets of meat to everyone I know. Little gobbets. Little gobbets. Little gobbets of meat. Little
1: gobbets and they get you.
0: Some of them, my some of these folks some of my pretties, I have nicknamed little gobbets Some as well. of my pretties. <laughs> Some of my pretties be like, Hey, can I get a gobbet of meat? And I'm like, What's up, dude? Yes.
1: <laughs> Yo, here you go, little gobbet.
0: <laughs> yeah, come find me at conventions and I'll have a gobbet of meat for you.
1: Yeah, that's right. If you
0: find us you get a gobbet
1: of meat. <laughs> that's our new promise. Yeah, we
0: stopped making peach cobbler, now it's just loose gobbets. <laughs> you can get my pocket meat. <laughs> Wink! <laughs> Who's got that pocket meat? It's not cooked or anything. I mean, no. I got,
1: I got some raw pocket meat <laughs> for
0: you. I got a canvas grocery bag full of ground chuck. <laughs> and if you find me at a convention, you can have a little bit of it. Well, just a little bit. Here, Good news, you won't find me at any conventions, apparently. Hey! Ever again. Viruses. Viruses. I don't even know what's going to happen with the one convention we were signed up for this year.
1: Well, I mean... It's in October, but that's that's long enough away that it might be okay.
0: Uh, No, it's supposed to go away for the summer and then come roaring back in the fall, (laughs) apparently. God damn it. This is going to be the weirdest time. Yeah, well, you know, I kind of at least wish it would stop raining so I could, like, put the baby in the yard for a while. (laughs) No, because as it stands, we have to, like, shelter in place and I have to hide her in my little tiny 500 square foot nothing
1: of a house. (laughs) Can I be honest with you? Yeah, please. This whole, uh, like, self-quarantine thing has not changed my life in the least. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought it would for you. And and prior... like the last 4 days I've been like, "Oh, I haven't changed any of my habits at all."
0: <laughs> yeah, and prior to the birth of my daughter, it wouldn't have messed with me that much either. Yeah, but, but now I'm like I got a almost 2-year-old who really wants to go do things. Yeah, well. And all of my things I have for her are gone. I had zoo memberships and aquarium
1: memberships. Well, I mean, at least with like A zoo membership. I feel like you could stay at least six feet away from people. (laughs) The zoo
0: is closed until April 1st. Oh, there you go. And the aquarium is closed until April 1st.
1: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But you could take her to the park.
0: Yeah, I could. I could take her to the park. Or if I can't, because it's raining all the Uh time, and... And I mean, it's not like she can't run around in the rain. The problem with Sage, and I know we're going wildly off topic here, uh, but you know, I haven't even. I mean, ask, that's what we do. I haven't even asked how you' doing. I know. Um, the we're problem. way behind. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you haven't even in- introduced me yet.
0: I did, well, you keep yelling at me for introducing us. Too much. I know. <laughs> so anyway, John. Oh no! <laughs> one of the hosts of this fine show.
1: One of my uglies. <laughs>
0: Uh no 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 you're one of my uh i don't know I- endearing's ah! is that good in- one, in- of, one endearies.
1: of my one of my very planes? <laughs> one of my basicies <laughs> basicies no the problem that's is that's what that- uh, that's what they speak in uh star, in wars, star wars right yeah basic speak- basicies, basic-ies. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars content. Star anyway, Wars please content. continue. What yeah. is the problem with Sage?
0: In a, in a rainy situation, is that her number one goal in life is to drink standing water she finds outside? Oh, it that's is true. the it is the major defining goal of her existence is to find loose puddles of stagnant, nasty water and lower herself to the earth so that she may sip of them directly <laughs> with her mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: Woof! I keep so much water around in various baby cups and stuff Yeah, but
1: this isn't groundwater no that's i the... need that dirt water yeah
0: her problem she's like water isn't water unless i get a bunch of like mosquito larva and helgramites and shit up in my mouth
1: <laughs> yeah i want i want that good crunch water <laughs> if my
0: water isn't like 30 percent bait by weight then <laughs> then what do we even do with dad
1: uh, I want to get a lot of protein out of drinking this water. Ooh, rainbow water! No, don't drink the oily one. <laughs> Ew! No, it's just, it's just her. It's her
0: raison d'être is to just get as much nasty groundswell water into her mouth as she can. She's gonna get West Nile virus. She's gonna. She's picked up my habits. Yeah. How
1: sad is it <laughs> if during the coronavirus, then you're like, I got H one N one.
0: <laughs> Fuck it, I'm so late to the party. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Damn it. <laughs> uh, okay, well, anyway, uh, how you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm great.
0: Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, I, just want, I just need to check in case you had any also details on your life and so on that you wanted to rattle on about instead of talking about Star Wars.
1: No, I mean, like I said, pretty much my life is exactly the same as it normally would have been, Yeah. except it's probably slightly, it's slightly more expensive for Postmates, oh, they upped yeah, yeah. the fees by like two fifty.
0: Yeah, which I'm still just using the party menu if I get anything from Postmates anyway.
1: Oh no, this isn't the delivery cost. This is just
0: oh. taxes and fees. Okay, so they they have jacked up Postmates by a small amount. Oh yeah, no, normally are you be now like... ordering Postmates for two meals a day? Like, is that your like you just no? Can't I order only enough ever food?
1: eat one meal. <laughs> That's ever. true. That's right.
0: <laughs> I keep forgetting that. Yeah, but it's a meal for three because you've got you're pregnant with twins.
1: It's true. and I'm, the, I'm eating for
0: three uh-huh. other people. Unrelated. <laughs> I'm also doing that. They're on vacation. <laughs> uh, uh, chapter, what, 23? What are we at? 23? 23. 23 begins. Uh, I actually kind of like this chapter. First of all, we've dropped all pretense that Savara Rain is not Vestara Kai. Yeah. She's just Vestara
1: now. Yeah.
0: In, in fact, I'm at this point I'm very confused as because Marvid and Crathius are still doing her the minor favor of calling her Miss Rain or Lady Rain or Savara, but in the third person, uh, like prone uh, when when they describe when she's moving just around, like thinking about herself. Yeah, she's she's Vestara Kai now. Yeah. So, I guess she was just lying about her name. she was just lying on her job application with these nor- these morons, yeah, <laughs> obviously, it's not like they knew who she was. uh, yes, and can you please tell me what your greatest weakness is
1: uh I don't know the light side, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hmm, I, re- I appreciate that refreshing honesty. Where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Uh, overthrowing you and controlling this? <laughs> oh, that'll never happen. We're 12 steps ahead. No. Don't you know, Kalumi? may I see your boobies? <laughs> God damn it. This is This is another two chapters where it just, <laughs> it puts paid to the whole like, oh yeah, we're so smart and ahead of everyone. I'm like, you two dumb idiots spend the entire two chapters going, whoa, oh gosh. Whoa, whoop, whoop, whoop,
0: whoop. And then every once in a while trying to reassert control of a situation that they have obviously abandoned any control over.
1: Yeah, they're like, but we're in charge here. No, you're idiots. Leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean,. We're almost done with them, so it's okay for them to just go completely off the rails now. Yeah. One of the things I'm appreciating about this book, and we'll get into it as we go through, is that it has no problems with introducing random characters in the 11th hour. Uh, even just to murder them off. of me. Meet- like, Bardoon came and went. Just- yeah.
1: Jonas Raab.
0: Yeah. Or uh, Ditto. We got, like, one chapter with Ditto. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, this chapter begins with Vestara walking around in a hallway, and she's, like, really mad about the situation.
1: Well, yeah. Cause right now we're getting some uh some invasion explosions. Yes. So she's getting rocked by like missiles hitting the uh mm-hmm. the base. She's like, Oh fuck, oh fuck. They're oh, here. Oh god. God damn it. And of
0: course she talks to Crathius, and she's walking along with Marvin and Crathius because they're going to go to to Gev and tell Gev that now Savar or Vestara is in charge.
1: Yeah, because we had established before that she was like Hey, you need to put me in charge of your shit, because you don't know what you're dealing with and I do. And they were like, Yes, of course we will. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, all their dithering and 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 nonsense has already rendered everything that's happening in this chapter too late. Oh, yeah. Which it's neat because Vistar is fully aware of it. It's kind of neat to read a villain in this book who was like very genre savvy. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: The the great thing is, she was like, Oh, I uh as soon as I got here and realized that the Jedi were going to come after us. I immediately commanded the Bezalix that we had in the hangar to go on patrol because normally they don't patrol since all the plasma and whatnot around here fucks up your stuff.
0: Yeah, apparently the, the ship, or the uh, the base prime is located, the, the monolith is located in, like, a thick cloud of goopy space miasma.
1: Yeah, so normally they don't go on patrols, because one, who's going to find you, and two, it's going to mess up all your senses and it's dangerous.
0: Yeah, this the sky out like, here is just, like, dummy thick, and they're like, no.
1: <laughs> the clap of my bezelick. <laughs> So, yeah, she was like, oh, go uh, go out there and wait for, like, the Skywalkers or whatever to get here. And the Mandalorians went, no, nah, we're going to wait for Chain of Command. Yep. So this entire chapter is Vistara knowing full well what should be done and everyone being like, yeah, but maybe we sit around and don't do it. And she's like, I hate every one of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, Vistara is really true. Kind of the Bernie Sanders of space. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, truly. <laughs> S- 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 Savara is the Bernie Sanders of space.
0: I mean, if you want to get pedantic about it, Bernie Sanders is the Bernie Sanders of space. But <laughs> but she's the Bernie Sanders of Star Wars. Ugh. I'd vote for Vestara. She seems to be up on what she needs to do.
1: Yeah, but it- she's also evil.
0: <laughs> ah, come on. Hey, no hey. one's perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, so... So, yeah, she's walking down a hallway with them. The, the 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 craft seem relatively unmoved by the explosions. They're like, wow, they must have like a whole fighter wing or something. There's the, got to be
1: at least a dozen craft out there. The, the Bezalix will deal with it.
0: And she's like, no, you idiot. First of all, there's no way they have a dozen fighter ships. That's the Falcon and maybe one escort.
1: Yeah, they did not have time to go get reinforcements from the jedis and there is a zero percent chance that leia was like oh i'll just fuck around until some more people get here
0: right and there's a point where they even whirl on her and they're like wait a minute are you worried that they followed you and your dumb Orl moon ship here to us and she's like god damn it you morons they have dina Yus." <laughs> How many times do I need to tell you this?
1: Oh, did they follow you? It was like, no, if anything, they probably followed you.
0: Yeah. And even then, it doesn't matter. They have Deni Yuss, and Deni Yuss may not know where this is, but she knows what it is, and that's enough to find it. Yeah. So, I mean, we this whole part where they like whirl on her and they're like, "How are they following us?" It's like we dealt with that three chapters ago. You giant numbnuts!
1: It's almost like the Jedi are paying you. Yeah, no, that what it? <laughs> fucking for, Jesus Christ! For guys, God's,
0: for God's sake, you know what? I'm taking a personal day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm out. I'm working
0: from home this time. <laughs> I'm tell a telecommute. Uh, so. Yeah, they're walking, and she's basically like, look, you need to put everything under my control immediately. I know Myrda's not going to like it, blah, blah, blah. But they're just walking down a hallway having this kind of accusing each other of shit conversation. And then eventually they find their way to to Gev. And Gev has a hole in her ankle that runs from her ankle to above her knee. Because yeah. Han was not fucking around when he stabbed
1: her. No, he was like, oh, I gotta get to whatever. I need to cut open your pants like While I'm here, I will just cut open your leg.
0: Yeah, so she's just sitting cross-legged on the card table.
1: And there's a med droid just stitching up the leg. Yeah, and she's sitting there barking orders
0: into a link. So she's, she is also trying to command the situation and order Mandalorians and Nargons into combat positions. When they come in, Vestara is like, hey, hey you, hey, hey Gev, I'm in charge of you, hey. And she's not even like reacting to it, she's no, just she's too busy She's still por- just barking orders. So Vestara uses the force to turn off her little link thing.
1: She's like, hey, pay attention to me. Turns it back on. No, shut up.
0: <laughs> what actually happens is she looks up annoyed, and Vestara has to be like, "I'm in charge of you.
1: Hey, hey. I'm in charge. You you take orders from me." Yeah, Ugh, and Myrda's no. like,
0: is like, "No, I don't want to."
1: And then. You know, again,
0: we know full well that the Jedi have already launched an invasion, but we have to have, like, this contract dispute here.
1: Oh, yeah, they're like, well, as you know, the terms of your contract are we can put anyone in charge who we like. And right now, it's it's Savara Raid, so you will, according to our... Yeah. And you're like, you're about to get murdered. Quit being like, oh, in subsection 3 part A of contract.
0: Yeah, I mean, they basically point out, like you work for us, we can delegate whoever the fuck we want, we delegate Vestara, you do what she says. And eventually, Gev's like, whatever, here's here's what I want in exchange, you have to show me the room where you're inventing the cure that will fix my planet so I can go home.
1: <laughs> and of course, they're like, oh, well, we couldn't do that now, obviously, because with all this damage, if even a particle of the contamination that we're working on was loose, you'd just die.
0: Yeah, and we don't—we aren't even maintaining the illusion at this point, because we're in Vestara's point of view, and she's like, wow, that was actually a really good lie.
1: Yeah, she's like, I can clearly perceive the deception in your Force aura, Yeah, but, you know, good job. But on the other hand, she doesn't have time to expose lies right now, so she's just like, oh, we'll send... One of your other Mandalorians in there to check on it later. Yeah,
0: but for now, here's what I'm gonna do. And she like just starts barking out like more contract shit. She's oh, like, yeah. she's like,
1: all right, everybody gets a million dollars and gives bonuses doubled.
0: Yeah, and even Crathius is like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, whatever. Of course, Crathius doesn't care. There's no way he pays anyone at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, it's gonna get to the end of this, and then anyone who manages to still be alive to collect on that, he's gonna be like, nah, yeah, I'm just not paying you because he's the Donald Trump of space.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just doesn't pay his debts. Just has six bankruptcies, and somehow everyone thinks he's rich. Uh, a big piece of horny shit.
1: <laughs> so, yes. Uh, that at least gets Gev to kind of be like, all right, whatever, fine, and go along with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, at this point, uh, I think Vestara orders half the Nargons in the room to go do one thing, and half the Nargons in the room to go do another thing. Well, yeah,
1: she's like, all right, half you Nargons, because... Uh, both Crathius and Marvid, when they came out, got like a group of 20 of them. They're like, oh, these are just our bodyguards.
0: We need spare bodyguards. And of course, Vistara's like, <clears throat> oh, those are here to kill me when I'm inconvenient, aren't okay, they? well, Fucking great.
1: All right, 10 of you have to stay in this room and cover us while we try and leave and mm. stop whoever's coming in here from killing us. Yeah. The other half can come with and bodyguard you too. Now,
0: while all this is happening, Vistara is also looking out the window because from this room, you can see the spaceport
1: yeah, I mean this is the this is the sabat room. Like, yeah. Gev is still in her dealer's outfit. Yeah,
0: and she looks out the window. she's sure enough, there's the Falcon out there, and there are people in jumpsuit or or in a spacesuits jumping out of it.
1: Yeah, she just sees four
0: first at first.
1: Yeah, and then another couple, and she's like, "Oh man, they so- really brought way more Jedi than I I thought they would." Well, yeah,
0: it's, and it's bolstered for a moment because as one of the the falling suits gets hit by, like, a flat cannon or something and starts spinning and heating up, but then it lands and keeps walking. Yeah, and that's when she's like, oh, fuck, they've got droids. Yeah, They have
1: murder droids. They've got
0: those ridiculous YVH droids that are going to be... They're the one thing that's probably a credible threat to Nargons.
1: Yeah, those are going to kill Nargons. That'll probably kill fucking Force users. Yeah, so that's that's a bad
0: time. And they apparently brought four of them, so those are just running around now. They start firing micro missiles all over the airport and take out every single bezelic before they can take off.
1: Well, they already shot missiles into the hangar. Yeah, the uh, they're taking the out Ybh has shot mini missiles into the guns. Yeah, so now there's no turrets to stop the Falcon.
0: So she's just looking out the window and being like, "Every second we spend arguing over who gets a million credits, we are fucked."
1: Yeah. For each second, we are fucked. And then, of course, she sees another four people drop and was like. Oh, fuck. Okay. Those aren't battle droids. Those are Jedi because I reached out with the Force to make sure. And, uh, hey, what do you know? It's Luke and Leia and, oh, it's Ben Skywalker, yep. someone who just wants to murder specifically me.
0: Yeah. We've, we've got some real animosity between these two, which we figured out when I think one of it was a bonus content episode we did where we, uh, We determined that Vestara in particular has messed with Ben Skywalker a lot, and now he is very, very mad at her.
1: Yeah. There was a bonus content where I think I had established that in one of the previous books, Mm -hmm. she had sort of, like, defected to the Jedi to help them fight off nonsense.
0: And had, like, seduced him and stuff. Yeah,
1: she was Ben's lover, and then at the very end, she betrayed both him and Luke Mm -hmm. and fucked off with ship. Yeah, she was an evil lover. She got a hold on him, believe it. She's an evil lover. lover.
0: So, yeah, see, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so now she's just like, well, okay, fuck it. We don't have time for the thing I was going to do. We have a different thing we're going to do. Uh, she, she, It's taking forever for all these giant Nargons to go out through the emergency hatch to go get in a fight with the battle droids. It's <laughs> like,
1: move, 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 Come move, on, move go, move. Oh, I hate
0: this. And eventually, it doesn't work. There's YVH droids in the hallway, and they start immediately killing all the Nargons.
1: Well, yeah, the, the leftover behind Nargons are trying to shoot it like... Some YVH droids, and they are getting wrecked. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the hallway, there's this big view uh, port along the hallway that they're in. Mm-hmm. So they can see out to pretty much where the people are dropping in. And they're like, oh, look, it's a couple of Jedi. And they've got a big screen that is like the, I'm going to go blast something and stop decompression.
0: Yeah, it's a breach screen. They're going to be able to blast a hole into the side of the, they can go in into the base wherever they want, basically.
1: Yeah. And so, (laughs) they're trying to open the door to get through the lab, and because security protocols are in place, it's been locked, so no one goes in there. Yeah. And apparently, the Kalumi don't. Have an override code for this? Yeah, because she's like, "What's going on?
0: How come you haven't opened up the blast doors?" And Marvin's like, "We're trying. It's just that this is a long, hard code to do."
1: Yeah, the security protocols are in place, and we didn't want anyone to get in here during something happening. She's like, "All right, fine. Let's just keep moving. We'll go through your room."
0: That's great.
1: And for some reason, Cratheus is like, "No, no one may go into my quarters." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Stay what, are out of- you, what are you afraid? It's too messy. What? Fuck you.
0: Stay out of my room and don't read
1: my diary. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, oh, if we cut through your room, it won't have the same security protocols as just trying to go into the lab but it'll still lead us to the same place we're trying to go to, which is the gate where Han is.
0: Yes, yeah. So she's like, you know, fuck it. We're definitely going through you guys' quarters. That is a secret area, and it's off limits, and we will not go in there. And she's like, "Ah, fuck it. And as the door in front of them explodes, and people start pouring out and shooting at them, she just grabs Kratheus with the force and drags him into his own room.
1: Yeah, she's like, all right, fuck you, idiots. We're going. Mm -hmm.
0: And as... As she gets started through going through the door, she looks out to see who's coming in after them. Oh, and it's Ben.
1: Yeah, no, Ben has used the little breech blanket to mm-hmm. get in here, has taken the helmet off so you can see that it is Ben. Yeah, And he is just gun out, firing at specifically her. She's like, oh, oh, there's, he is... He's coming for me. Also, like, he, he knows, does not give a shit about any of
0: these. Also, he knows what to do to kill her because he's shooting at her feet because she won't have time to deflect down there.
1: Yeah, and he is giving no fucks about these nargons. He's just waving them aside with one hand <laughs> yeah. while he shoots with the other.
0: Yeah, he's in he's in Super Saiyan mode. Uh, I, I I had never I've never seen a picture of Ben Skywalker in, in the art. Apparently, he's a redhead like his mom. Apparently, yeah. This is that was the first description I've seen of what he looks like beyond just sort of generically handsome.
1: Yeah. Um, so at one point, uh, Savara like jumps through the door to get through to uh, like Krathias's room. I, I really like this this spot. Lands, and then he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna just shoot your foot because it's far enough away from you that you can't actually deflect it with your palm or a lightsaber, mm-hmm. and uh, you're not gonna have time to move because it's a blaster bolt." <laughs> And she just grabs Kratheus' power body and is like, here,
0: you'll do. (laughs) She just uses him as a shield. She just pulls Krathius into the path of the fire, and Krathius eats three blaster bolts.
1: Yep. (laughs) Like, one manages to just sort of hit the power body above his shoulder and not do anything, but then he gets shot in the shriveled bullshit body and through the dome.
0: Yeah, he is still alive, but very fucked. Oh, he is... Turbo fucked. Yeah. Uh, So the door slams shut at this point, like telescope shut. And she looks up and she's like, ah, crap. (laughs) Hey, Marvin. Uh, Marvin. uh, uh, Oops.
1: uh, That was just instinct. Didn't mean it.
0: Didn't mean it instinct. And he's like, no one could possibly care.
1: Yeah. You did what was necessary. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Just bring him. Yeah. So she's got to float the power body with the force.
0: Mm hmm. There's no ev- there's no evidence that Crathius is responsive. He's alive because the power body well, shows vitals.
1: He is making noises.
0: Yeah, oh that's right. He's making some sort of high-pitched like, eh. eh, kind of noise the whole oh, time. Oh no. <laughs> but he's not showing any sign that he like sees anything or uh so so she starts dragging Crathius along as they make their way through the room. Uh but also this is the moment where where uh Vestara and Marvid have a conversation. <laughs> That
1: goes so weird. <laughs> well, yeah, because at this point, it's just Marvid, Kratheus's mostly fucked up body, uh, Savara and Gev are like the only people that made it into this room.
0: Yes, and they are getting ready to go on through the next room. They're like barricading doors and so on. Uh, I know Vestara at this point is basically trying her best to not draw attention to herself because she probably just killed Marvid's brother. But, but uh, <laughs> there's a point where we we get a second voice that's like, no, you don't have to worry about that at all. It factors into our plans. And Vestara realizes it's her voice.
1: Yeah, they get into the lab. Yeah, and he's like, oh, set is down over here, would you? Yeah, okay. And then she turns around and sees basically her, but <laughs> with bigger eyes and head. She has she is, it's an it's an
0: other Kai with big head moan turned on. Yeah. It's it's just twice the size of a normal human head. Cuz and-
1: <laughs> fucking Marvin was like I'm so horny for you that I made a you for myself.
0: Yeah, and but I'm also
1: so- <laughs> I put some of my mom's jeans in there so that she would be smarter and have I don't know, a bigger head.
0: I'm kind of I kind of assuming that Kalumi like big heads. I mean And they cannot lie. I mean they don't they lie constantly. Uh they can't lie about that one thing though. Huh. Yeah, if you ask them if they like uh, a girl with a nitty bitty waist in a giant cranial space <laughs> they get sprung. They get sprung. But you wouldn't be able to tell because they're reptiles and they have gonopores.
1: Yeah, and and also they cannot get an erection because their bodies are useless mm-hmm. and trivial.
0: Well, they also don't have penises. They just have like gonopores. They have like a like a slit there, and they like they just transmit genetic material out of that. Same. And sometimes it gets in your hair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yes. She meets big head (laughs) savara and this
0: one is a savara let's make that clear vestara is vestara now this one's savara this one is savara too yeah
1: (laughs) and she is surprised enough at this happening that she's like marvin what the fuck and then just gets blasted in the leg by him yeah and destroys pretty much her entire knee and foot yeah so he shoots her a bunch of times
0: below the waist so that she can't move anymore uh and he's like hey look this is what's going on eventually you were definitely going to betray me or i was definitely going to get tired of you also
1: you just fucking killed my brother so go fuck yourself
0: yeah, yeah and he just I,
1: I said i wasn't pissed off about it i am yeah <laughs> i'm marvin i'm always pissed off come on you should know that plus by now. i don't
0: need you i gotta spare savara
1: yeah. And a sexier one. This one will do what I tell her.
0: Yeah, plus she's got good head.
1: <laughs> she got that good head.
0: <laughs> that double-sized head. Ugh. Uh, so, yeah, at this point, so, uh, Marvin turns to leave, and I guess his power body can, like, flip people off. Well, Because <laughs> we keep getting this, we get it twice in these chapters, a description of him leaving a room and then, like, throwing a rude gesture behind him with one of his power body arms. Well, it's just
1: him raising the claw, like, Bye! Yeah. <laughs> uh, But he manages to cause the other power body to just start floating. Yeah, he just He's, takes he, it over. Yeah, he just turns it back on.
0: Yeah, and has that come along, along with Savara too. Gev is ordered to just wait here.
1: Yeah, and at this point, uh, Savara's like, hey, uh, you know that they don't actually have any plan of curing you. You've been around this base as much as I have. If they had a lab where they were working on a cure, you would see it by and, now, and it would
0: also definitely be here. Yeah. Uh, so you know they're lying. Also, while she's doing this, she's telepathically calling ship her Sith bubble ship. That's
1: yeah. She's like, "Hey, ship, you nearby? Oh, I am always nearby. I really need
0: to look this thing up because it's described as like a bioorganic sphere, and I can't help but think of it as just sort of a space testicle.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we've already had space testicles. Come on now.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's what, uh, like, Marvin Kratheis are. <laughs> it's
1: a lot of space testies out <laughs> it's here. It's just
0: space testicles all the way down on this one. But uh, but she calls the ship, and ship's like, yes, I am always here. I will be there to rescue you. And I'm like, how come you're a Sith bubble? You Shouldn't you be a little eviler? Nah. <laughs> yes, I'll definitely rescue you. You just wait right there. By the way, what's the code to the other ship? <laughs>
1: So at this point, she's like, hey, hey, Gev, uh, if you stay here, you're going to die mm-hmm. and you're never going to get any money or cure or anything. And also, these are Jedi and like YVH droids. All of your Mandalorians are going to die. But here's a suggestion. How about we fuck off and you come with me?
0: Yeah. And at first, Gev's like, no. And she turns around and starts walking out of the room. And it's clear that her goal is to go kill uh, Marvid. Marvid. She's like, I'm going to go fucking kill Marvid because I'm definitely going to die, but I want to see him die first. And and uh, Vestara's like, you don't have to die. I have an escape route. Just hang out with me and I'll help you escape. The only thing is, I don't have legs now and I need someone with legs.
1: Yeah, look, I got a ship. It's waiting about 30 meters that way. I just need someone to carry me. Yeah. So call all of your uh, Mandalorians off. Have them come over here. Don't have them fight the incoming people at all mm-hmm. because one that means i'll be able to save most of your mandalorians and two it means that the invading party will just go kill marvin that much faster mm-hmm. so gev thinks it over and she's
0: like yeah i guess that's the best i can do there's no way i'm getting nano killer removal out of this
1: Yeah. you you fucked up from the start yeah you may as well leave now yeah you're already
0: swimming in dead mandos Even if you could go home, they wouldn't be happy with you. Yeah, you'd be
1: like, hey, guys, I'm back, and I killed so many of us for nothing. (laughs) I got these magic beans. I killed all of these Mandalorians, but now I get to walk around on this one planet out of hundreds. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, But
0: I'm I'm Boba Fett's granddaughter. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess we like you. Okay. Eh. Uh-huh. Boo.
1: <laughs> You're not Boba Fett though, so fuck off.
0: Boba Fett's only cool cause
1: of the helmet, and I haven't heard you
0: described as wearing a helmet once. <laughs>
1: uh yeah. So that's the end of chapter twenty three mm-hmm. is uh Vestara being like, Come on, let's uh let's fuck off. Yeah. I am
0: loving this new character, Savara too. This is an exciting time. <laughs> and the second chapter opens with a lot of Savara two business. Oh
1: yeah. The next chapter is Possibly too much, Savara, too. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? Don't you like Mrs. Bighead? Oh, rocco <laughs> uh, Just the fact that Marvid is a super creepy pervert mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I'm going to make a... Vestara, but she loves me. And yeah, will do anything for me. And
0: he doesn't care about it now because he's not. He I think it he long ago built this robot and realized oh, biot. Yeah, that, it gets that, fucked up. Yeah, it gets fucked up and broken. And in this case, its brokenness is that it's just kind of dumb. Yeah, it's just dumb and dedicated to him. And he does not care. Like, no, I think he realized that he built something that loves him, and that's just too easy. Because she's just like, I would do anything for you, Marvin. He's like, I know.
1: Yeah, and what I want you to do is to keep moving, please. (laughs) I would
0: die for you, Marvin.
1: I would rather you didn't.
0: (laughs) marvin i will love you forever until i die for you
1: okay and, and he's
0: like yeah i built you that way god damn it
1: <laughs> yeah i know because that's the programming
0: i gotta assume this was like she's or year one with gurry when he yeah. when he programmed her to fuck him and he was like this sucks <laughs> this, <laughs> this is I dumb i hate this there's no chase here he's just like gurry come into this room and fuck me uh all okay. right yeah yeah <laughs> Incidentally, it's not in my program to, programming to not laugh at your gre- creepy reptile dick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at my creepy reptile dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy.
1: <laughs> You're creepy.
0: <laughs> it's changing color more than most dicks. More than most dicks? <laughs> yeah, most dicks change color a little. A little bit. Yeah, because of the blood flow. You know, just, the blood. They, they get some dick changes.
1: Uh, there there's a go. reason
0: the eggplant emoji is the emoji and not something <laughs> yellow. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So, yes. Look, people need a little dick talk in each one of these episodes.
1: If we don't give them the dick talk, they won't know that it is an episode of Expounded Universe.
0: By the way, is this an episode of dick talk?
1: It is. (laughs) It's always an episode of dick talk. I don't think
0: we need any extra theme music for that. No. Welcome to my dick talk. Welcome
1: to dick talk. Anyone ever seen a good dick? (laughs) I haven't. What if we could run cars
0: on the power of your dick? Welcome to my dick talk. (sighs) <sighs> Chapter twenty four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we already started it. That's where all that "I love you, Marvin" stuff. Oh is. Yeah. yeah,
1: But he's just going through the uh, the lab where, like, Han was blasting all of the little spider things and yeah. whatnot, and there is just goo everywhere. Yeah, we're
0: right. thick with goo, and and uh, Savara 2 keeps finding bodies. Yeah, no, that that is later. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this, it's just... The spider droid, I think, is the first thing, right? Yeah. yeah. He's
1: like, ugh, I I want to murder this spider droid because it is leaking solvent all over the place, but if I did that, it would just leak more solvent. Why is my brain so bad right now? Yeah, I he's... got a real bad case of the bad brain. He's
0: flustered. What he needs is a giant blowjob.
1: He <laughs> needs some big, giant head. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, so right now he's even like, I have considered several bad choices on the way here. Mm-hmm. Man, I must be really distracted.
0: I think one of my favorite running through lines of this chapter and the one before it is Marvin's constant concern over keeping the floors in this building nice because they're expensive and made of a special kind of thing. Yeah, it's he's like larmelast Larmal stone. And he's like, oh, God damn it, something's leaking solvent onto my fancy larmel stone. And I'm like, dude.
1: You have (laughs) missiles being shot at you and droids and Jedi's coming to kill you. This should be literally the last thing you give a shit about. I mean, you are uh, abandoning this place. I mean,
0: on the one hand, I fully understand that. On the other hand, I grew up with a mom who would not let us use half the furniture in the house. And it didn't matter if there was like an earthquake. You couldn't hide under certain tables. Don't touch those. Those are antiques. (laughs) Uh, We had a whole room in my house growing up that no one ever went into. It was the living room. Oh, yeah,
1: same. Yeah. We had a whole room, and that's where we kept my little brother we don't talk about. (laughs) He just got
0: a bowl of fish heads every day. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. No, no, I mean, literally, you know my parents' house now. They have that big empty room where the fireplace is. When we were growing up, that room had, like, couches and chairs and shit in it, and it was, like, a full-on living room. No one used it for anything. You weren't allowed to sit on any of the couches or chairs in there. The fireplace was disabled. It was just a furniture room.
1: It was just a, the IKEA display room of your house. I
0: mean, except that it wasn't IKEA. It was all like grandma grade furniture. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's growing up. That's one of the things I remember was like, yeah, there are certain things where you could be life or death and you're going to get yelled at for bleeding on the fancy couch
1: and not <laughs> <you know. laughs> Uh. so yeah, Marvin's all messed up and he's like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to just going to keep going. He doesn't murder the spider droid. But then, uh, Savara 2
0: does. She just starts whipping around, like, doing a goofy dance and slicing chunks off the spider droid.
1: it's like, what? The fuck are you doing? I love how
0: grumpy he is about this crappy Jedi or Sith clone. Yeah. Sith biot. Because like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm practicing so I can murder the Jedi for you.
1: That's what I'm going to do. If I don't practice, how am I going to be able to murder them? He's like, do not care. Please keep moving. Please stop that. I just need you to go forward right now. <laughs>
0: That's- and she's like, well, I can stay here and fight the Jedi. He's like, no, we're going into the monolith. <laughs> One,
1: you would definitely die. And two, I need you to open the gate.
0: Remember, only Jedi can get in there and you have the force. Yes, I do, Marvid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want me to use the force on you, Marvid, please? <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I mean, kinda, yes. But on the other hand, Ugh, keep it in your giant
1: brain. Uh <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I just love. I love you so much. Yeah, I know I made you that way, and I'm glad you did. Ugh.
0: <laughs> he just does not want to deal with this right now. Yeah. So his squealy brother and him and and, and Savara making their way through the goo filled science chamber, and I guess this is finally where Savara encounters. Starts just pointing out bodies.
1: Yeah. She's like, "Oh, there's a dead Leia,
0: and uh, oh no, it a Han." We because fo- well, yeah.
1: it- they get through the uh, the lab and everything, and then they get to han solo's bit Mm -hmm. where he is hiding out in uh basically the entryway to the gate Mm -hmm. and is trying to figure out what's going on because right now he's like maybe i do have hope that like you know luke and leia didn't die i mean he's been feeling the tremors
0: too they've been rattling him for like 20 minutes but he's also like Maybe this is
1: them just fucking with me some more.
0: Oh, that, yeah, that's true. Given that half the the walls in the area he's in are holographic.
1: Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of hollow walls and weird crap going on. He's like, I bet right now they're just watching me on a fucking view screen and pressing buttons to make it sound like an escape is happening. Yeah. I hate everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just backed into a corner. So he's hiding under this balcony thing. And then, I guess, as he's thinking all the, these worried thoughts and kind of hoping that at least this might be the Jedi coming, uh, Marvid, Kratius' broken self, and Savara, too, come in. And Savara's like, oh, look, a dead Han Solo. And also over there, a dead Holly Sirach. It's like, no, that's Bardoon. Look out, there's a dead Bardoon. And she's like, oh, okay. Oop, found another Ditto. <laughs> And uh, he's like, I don't care about this unless you find the body, the the still alive body of the actual Han Solo. I don't care.
1: Yeah. Now, before this, Han had been trying to, like, call out to see if anyone was there. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the doors were opening, he just jumped right back into his little hidey hole Mm -hmm. and lost his blaster on the way.
0: Yeah, he left it there and he looks over to see the blaster and it's all fucked up now. It got hit by target by wall blasters or something and knocked the handle off it. So he's trying to,
1: like, crawl along this little space, because essentially there's a full cover area down below, so you could crawl and no one could, like, see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is attempting to just sort of crawl along this to his blaster, Is at this point he's like, oh, I'm definitely going to die, but hopefully I can kill Marvin on my way out.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Now, when Marvid and Savara 2 come in, like I said, Savara starts pointing out bodies, and Marvid's like, look, Han Solo's probably in here. And if he's in here, he's under that balcony, so I want you to cut open that area and find him and kill him, okay? The what? The stasis circle. What's that? The black stone. You know what? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Just go over there and cut open the balcony. Just start fucking swinging your lightsaber. I don't care. So she comes over to the balcony right where Han Solo was hiding, because yes, Marvid is he's finally done a smart thing he was like oh there's the only good hiding space in the room yeah uh and so she you know she immediately is like found him yeah and she starts hacking downward with her lightsaber into the balcony which she's not very smart about it no
1: she's just sort of making a square in hacking motions so yes. He's like oh i can just roll this way and be completely not in danger
0: yeah and then you know i'll, I'll deal with her when she gets down here i guess yeah so she starts getting carved through, but just as she's about to cut through, there's only one, like, wall of the square left to do. The door to the room explodes, and here comes some some attackers.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, the hatch just blows out and slams into fucking Marvin. Yeah. She's like, I'll save you! Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, please don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. I gotta tell you, the one thing I'm kind of wondering about at this point is it feels like O'Holly's secret hiding in the goo plan is really waiting at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've got, like... Two chapters or whatever left in
0: this, and man, I can guarantee you both chapters are mostly Luke running around inside the monolith, too.
1: Oh, yeah, because
0: I mean, spoiler alert
1: at this point, there is a bunch of laser blasts, a whole bunch of dumb nonsense going off, and Han's only reaction is to be like, You know what? I got to take shots at Marvin. That's all there is to it. Yeah, so he takes a couple shots at Marvin and gets him in the power body. Yeah, it mostly just sort of bounces off because it's, you know, a big metal power body.
0: Yeah. But. Uh, it's a great Bush song, by the way. <laughs> big metal power body. Yeah. Or uh, I guess that's really more of an offspring song. I don't know. It's someone's song.
1: Yeah. Killboy so,
0: uh, power body. Killboy power body. Uh, man, we should have named one of these episodes that. Yeah. Shit. God damn it. Anyway, um, Marvin again just starts moving his way out of a room, orders Savar to come with him, and flips everyone off as he's going.
1: Yeah. Han again tries to take some shots and Savar just kind of force moves his hand out of the yeah, way. So the
0: shots aren't happening. And and uh Marvin even has time to be like, Once again, solo,
1: I win and you lose when what your entire base is destroyed and you're about to go into a force area that will definitely leave you either crazy or possessed. He's
0: the thing is he is a hundred percent convinced. And we go over that in this chapter that because he is a Kalumi, he will be smart enough to outsmart whatever tries to drive him insane inside the monolith and turn him into another Jonas Ram.
1: Well, yeah, because he's got essentially two plans. He's like, I've only got two options. One, I can book it for my personal ship. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Probably get shot down by the Falcon on my way out and die. And even if I don't, basically everything I own is going to be fucked and I will be hunted down by the Jedi forever. Yes. Or I go into the monolith, maybe get dark force powers because I'm a Kalumi, maybe I'll be too smart for it to make me crazy and then I guess maybe I can turn this around.
0: I he's also going to haul his brother in there with him. And I, I'm kind of hoping that that means that his idea was like, well, my brother's brain is turbo because it got lasered. But maybe he'll get Sith
1: ghosted into a useful thing. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he's just like, I mean, I got to take my brother with me because I, I can't abandon my brother. I like that throughout the
0: course of this, when Han was trying to fight Marvid, Kratheus' uh, power body was shooting rockets at Han anyway. Yeah. Because he was just using the, the, the brother's body as like a mobile
1: turret. He was just like, beep, boop, shoot that guy. Yeah. But so- yeah, they they go up to the, uh, the actual gate, and then he hears Leia. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Han, in here?" Oh, thank God! <laughs> I like how beat up they get
0: in this book because he's there, like, like with a bunch of needles in his brain, and he's, he's got a shaved head. One of his eyes is broken. Yeah, uh, he's got uh, one of his hands is permanently shaking all the time now. Oh, he and- just looks. Turbo fucked. Yeah, and then he sees Leia, and she's got, like, half her hair is burned off, and her skin's all glassy, or plasticky, because it's healed recently. And- oh, yeah, she's
1: still red from just burned heels. And he's like, God damn, it's nice to see her. He's like, I don't even care. You're still the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, we don't get much
0: out of them. I'm pretty sure we're saving the rest of that renew- oh, reunion. Yeah. It's,
1: it's just... Han and Leia get together, and uh, the YVH is also there.
0: Yeah, there's a YVH there with one eye left, and it's just sort of looking around and wondering what's going on.
1: Yeah, and uh, they're going to go after the krefs, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's Luke that ends up going after the No, he says, calm Luke, like, go tell him uh, okay. that we're going after the Krefts. Oh, Lu- Han and Leia are going to do it? And a YVH droid, apparently. That's- Don't go in there! <laughs> Don't go in
0: there! Oh, that means Leia's got to be the one to figure out how to open up the thing.
1: Well, yeah, I mean I assume it's just if you have the force and come near it it opens. Oh yeah. Because the second probably, yeah. uh Savara two touched the black circle or whatever. Mm, she spun it the started, black circle. Yeah. It started turning like translucent. Yeah. So I assume the gate just responds to force power. Must be. Uh and then the end of this is we go back over to Ben who is presiding over a mountain of dead Nargons. Oh, yeah, he's watching his Nargons climb out of the
0: pile of dying Nargons. Yeah, he's and there's just... a, a
1: heap of Nargons, and as some crawl their way out of it, a YVH destroys those ones, too. Yeah. He's like, huh, neat.
0: Mm, neat, look at this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, weird that the Mandalorian's bugged out, but all right, well, that's yeah. fine.
0: I mean, he is also kind of grumpy that he didn't get Savara, as far as he's aware.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Luke does tell him, hey, uh han and leia just told me that they're going into the monolith i'm gonna i'm gonna beat feet over there so you know I, yeah i'm pretty sure luke wants to get in there too well yeah because you have to have the big three in there so that yeah. they can all die in the monolith mostly or something.
0: mostly so we can reenact the scene where the three of them go swimming around in waru's guts <laughs> so he's got up in his guts and started swimming around in there John, uh, let me ask you what's what's it like jumping around up in waru's guts
1: <laughs> yeah it's kind of like uh dinty Moore beef stew <laughs> Which I bathe in frequently.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's a luxury you're not going to be able to afford in quarantine. I know, right? All the dinty
1: mores gone off the shelves. Toilet paper and dinty more. (laughs) Have you been to a store in the past two days? I have not.
0: I went to Vaughn's yesterday and bought like $300 worth of basic supplies. Mostly, and again, I'm not trying to hoard for like two months. I'm not some survival prepper about this situation. It's just that my daughter, who I cannot take to Vaughn's now, uh, lives almost entirely off fresh fruit. She's like a little bat uh what? and so i need a lot of it and and if it goes gets to the point where fresh fruit's really hard to get she'll be really hard to feed yeah so i needed to buy a bunch of fresh and frozen fruit uh just to keep her going and also it means because i can't take her to the store during the week
1: yeah no uh i when i talked to claire she tried to go to avon's and there were literally no carts no i know i
0: had two i, I was walking around with two of those basket things and then I found an empty cart in the building that someone had abandoned. Pro- Chances are they're pissed at whoever stole their cart. Ugh. But it was completely empty and I just took it. Um, you know what? Needs must.
1: <laughs> the needs of the many.
0: Survival
1: of the fittest. <laughs> Which is definitely not me. Not me either. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, Luke's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out over there. Going to go stop them because they're going into the monolith and to he's like they did what now come again <laughs> that's stupid that's dumb as fuck why what is that part of the plan no but we're doing it anyway we're gonna
0: head on in there and to here he's like wait is it made of cold stone because that sounds like a great place for me to be barefoot in
1: <laughs> is it made of cold stone because i could go for some ice cream right now
0: <laughs> yeah it's made of cold stone it's their weird shitty spearmint
1: <laughs> oh. why isn't
0: your ice king peppermint like everyone else's you weird weirdos <laughs> I don't have a Uh, lot of good adjectives in my head right now. It's all weirdo.
1: Yeah. And at this point, he's like, well, I'm going to go. And they're like, be careful. Oh, well, you guys should be careful in here. Now, remember. And Ben just has to be like, yeah, I know. Keep our eyes open. Always look around. Don't Mm -hmm. ever be interrupted. Use the force for whatever. Dad, I fucking got this.
0: (laughs) Okay, son. But if we had the talk yet, because that Tahiri's quite a fetching woman. Dad. (laughs) (laughs) now you're going to achieve you're going to feel certain urges
1: oh i'm feeling certain urges right now god damn it
0: (laughs) tahiri i want you to be really good and have my son home by 11
1: okay (laughs) no promises (laughs) will not (laughs) uh but yeah this Ben's absolute just down of, yeah, I know what the fuck I'm doing, just makes Luke be like, oh, I'm so proud of you. No, that's my oh, good Oh, look boy. at you
0: talking back to me. You remind me of your very dead mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, the end of the chapter for this is Luke goes off to go join them to, I guess, fuck around in Sith Town. Yeah, he might fuck around. <laughs> he might fuck around and get a triple double.
0: <laughs> at in and out Oh, have no, I've never done a triple double. I mean, I, I mean the 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 whole secret of the In-N-Out menu is that the double double can be uh modified to any number by any number.
1: Oh yeah, if you want a 3 by 2 or a 4 mm-hmm. by 6 or whatever, you can do that. They'll do it. Cuz each one of those numbers just represents
0: patties and slices of cheese. Can I tell you the uh, my, my sad story with that? Like I'm aware of the most of the In-N-Out secret menu and I I I hate all of it because it all has mustard in it. Everything in their secret menu is like we put mustard on the burger before we fry it. <laughs> uh but but the the whole thing with the double double being endlessly expandable is one time for I was heading to a party and I stopped off and I ordered a five by five because I wanted to show one at the party and be like, look, you can do this. They said no. Ah!
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone above a four by four. I yeah. did do a four by four though.
0: Yeah, but I ordered a five by five once at a party, and the guy was like, dude, come on, those are really big and they don't we don't have any good packaging materials for them. Can't you just get two double doubles? No. And I was like, Are you Am I get is my fun being shit on right now? Okay, sure, whatever. Fuck it. All right, dude. <laughs> Sorry to shit on your day. God damn it! That's my one time trying to do that. I mean, granted, I do always get the choco berry shake. Yeah, not the
1: uh,
0: Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Why, why would I want pointless vanilla in? The, I mean, here the problem with with uh, milkshakes in a restaurant is that they're already vanilla, and then they put chocolate or strawberry in them. Yes, that's not. They don't start from plain. So if you want your, your, your milkshake to be a little more neutral, then sure, go for the Neapolitan. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I really want that neutral milkshake.
0: <laughs> hotel.
1: Neutral milkshake hotel. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's what's up in the world of Star Wars this week. You know, yep. The, the in and out secret menu.
1: We are closing in on the very end of this. And of course, as you know, once we do get to the end, we will have our wrap up. Episode. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, we're two episodes out from the wrap-up, during which we will announce the next book. Hopefully there's not a giant catastrophic run on old Star Wars books, because I, I haven't mean, bought them yet. I mean,
1: thankfully we do still have at least three Star Wars books that we haven't read just sitting around.
0: I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. Yep. Yeah, so uh, so just get ready for that. The wrap-up's going to come, and the real reason we need to tell you about the wrap-up early on is because we will answer your star wars questions
1: yeah whatever questions you happen to have whether it's clarifications about this book mm-hmm. or just in general questions about us and our experiences with star wars we'll take hypotheticals too if you want oh, we'll hypothetical you in the clavicle
0: <laughs> hypothetically no no no, no. listen like, i came around i get you the cops like, oh, man man reno 911 was so good uh anyway and so was key and peel thank you yes yeah mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yes <laughs> Balake. <laughs> Jake Quillen? Was Jake Quillen that? It's because it's uh It's because it's Aaron. God damn it! <laughs> That's the best bit. All right. So anyhow, uh, send us your questions. You, you, the easiest way to do that is to go to our Discord, which there's a link to on our Twitter feed, and find the expounded Universe channel and put in uh what hashtag do we want him to use? uh I mean, we usually use the episode Crucible. So, just yeah, hashtag Crucible. So hashtag Crucible for your Star Wars related questions uh that way we'll be able to easily find them. Yep. Uh and we'll we'll uh answer whatever questions we can get to in that episode. And as always when you're hearing that 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 uh, wrap up, you'll want to stick around to the end because we will announce the next book. And before that, if you want even more Star Wars content, you should of course go to
1: patreon.com/systemmastery. Yeah, and support us at the $2 level at least because mm-hmm. you're going to unlock all the bonus content for this, all the bonus content for our uh, so, system mastery, yeah, yeah, yeah. and That's... if you want to jump up, you can also unlock all the afterthoughts we've put up there, yeah. and all the random little bits of content that were for five dollars <laughs> that we just sort of did at one point.
0: We have this problem with our show set up where there isn't really a good show in our net in our list for like interviews with people that we not we like. Yeah. So if someone like recently made a cool game or or. Or whatever, and they want to get the word out, and we're like, yeah, we've got a platform, we can bring you on there, but you have to read entire shitty role-playing game and be ready to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> and it can't be your role-playing game, because our format is shitting on it. Yeah, so no one ever wants to do that, and so we end up having to use the Afterthought for those, and then we make them free. we got to stop doing that, because people find out Afterthought is ever free, they immediately dump their pledges.
1: <laughs> so... And there's not enough teepee for everyone to start dumping. I know. So now
0: our, our current thing is if we do an interview with some designer that we're friends with, then we make it a free afterthought and we make another bonus show just to keep the $5 people $5 people.
1: Also, I uh I recently had an idea for what the Movie Mastery bonus content would be. Ooh, Probably put it at $5 just to have it be
0: there. That's fair. I'm willing to hear your idea off the mic. Indeed. On the, On the mic too, but no.
1: I'm willing to hear it on the mic, but mm-hmm. I won't.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, so that's once again that's Patreon.com/systemmastery. slash Otherwise, you can find our shows at our regular old website, SystemMasteryPodcast.com, or Twitter or Facebook. Come on, you know this shit already. Don't make me. Don't make me do this shit. Come on, it's, huh. it's beneath. It's beneath all of us. Yes, it's right beneath me. <laughs> all right, well, we're gonna sign off and go huddle in our houses, scared for our lives. Yep. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in a week with yet more Star Wars content. Until such time as we do, I've been Elan Sleets Baggiano.
1: And I love Death Sticks. I would die for you, Death Sticks. I know, I know. I made you to love Death Sticks.